Hey Spunkers, I wanted to reach out before the episode to share a little bit about this week's journey. While we were recording this week's episode, I learned that I don't know a ton about asexuality. And while this isn't going to be a segment about asexuality, we are about learning and loving and being inclusive of all communities. So I took the opportunity to reach out and learn more about it and educate myself. It's never too late to learn more about another community or another topic. And education is so important. Ask questions. You might be surprised by what you learn and who you meet. And most importantly, love one another. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey, Zim. It's episode 11. Boom. Did you know 11's my favorite number? I didn't know that, but now I know. Yeah, it is. However, this episode is called The Drought. That is not my favorite. You do have a very special snuggle bug with you. Yes. One of my other favorites outside of the number 11. (laughs) This got weird. Uh, Is my partner's here. Welcome, Bo. Bo Hughes. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Very excited. Oh, thanks for coming. Oh, man. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Um, uh, I'm low-key really excited about this, but then also terrified. Well, let's get into it. Okay. Welcome to our podcast, Rediscuss Sex and the City, episode by episode. We are exploring how the story shaped our understanding of being a modern woman and what sexuality can be. And all those crazy, sexy, naughty bits. I'm Zimmy, your cultural sex guide. And I am Britt, your super sex positive pop culture geek. And this is Funky Funky Spunk. Spunk. Let's do it to it, honey. Hey there, that's me. I'm here. How are you excited to be on a podcast about sex and your girlfriend talking about all of her sexual escapades? Absolutely. Can you wait? Uh, Is there a reason I shouldn't be? (laughs) <laughs> Do I have any cause for concern right now? I guess we're going to find out. out. <laughs> Are you looking forward to finding out about Zimmy's sexcapades? That depends. You know, <laughs> I don't know enough yet to really have a gauge for how much more I should hear. Britt, uh, don't scare him off in the first two minutes know. of the show. All right. <laughs> Let's start the journey. Uh, Bo, are you a Sex in the City fan? Absolutely. Of course I am. How how long have you been a fan? No, maybe. Okay. <laughs> He's retracting his statement as it's coming out of his mouth. Um, I mean, the first time I watched it, I was like 19-ish probably. With, oh, okay. With someone I knew. And like, I mean, it's funny. It's good. There's like no denying that it's a good show. Like, is the content my favorite thing to watch? Not necessarily, but you know. Sure. It's obviously a well-written and like fun show. So I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> Absolutely. Has he been through many of the rewatches while I prep for this episode for these podcast episodes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I cannot say if I've seen the series in its entirety, but I've seen a lot of it. Uh, okay. Let's get into the summary of this episode, The Drought. Britt, so, will you do the honors? As much as we've already decided that this is not our favorite episode of all time. I'll try to spice it up for you. You know what I'm saying? But this episode does start. This, this is a tough one to spice up, though, because it's about farts. <laughs> he can he he'll be successful. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of spicy content related to farts. I mean, pun intended. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Y'all, this is going to be a hard episode for Zoom. <laughs> OK, here we go. <laughs> the episode 
is actually really funny right off the bat. Um, it starts with Carrie discussing how you s- start to get into a groove with your partner. She's getting super comfy into her mm-hmm. relationship. They're starting to sleep, have sleepovers, which is always an exciting moment in an awkward moment in the beginning of a relationship to figure out. Why is it awkward? Uh, you know, because then you have the mornings of like, in the morning, do you get up before the partner? Do you lay in bed after the part? Do you wait until they make the coffee? What if you have a morning deuce? You know. Sure. Wait, what? Okay. Sure. I guess. <laughs> Bridge, you gotta concern. keep you gotta keep it sexy early on. Okay, okay yes, <laughs> I do. However, the partner here today was less worried about that early on. <laughs> uh, Bo, have you thought about dropping a deuce early on in your relationship? I mean, sometimes there is no other option. Like, I mean, <laughs> if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. You oh can try goodness. and disguise it however you want. You can hope you wake up early enough. Hope the bathroom's far away. Listeners are moving but, away from this episode. At you this know point. what I mean? It's just, it's unavoidable. Is it not? Like, I don't, it's avoidable. In, <laughs> I think uh, it's avoidable. Hopefully, yes, but. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a really early meeting. Which leads oh, us. I mean, sure, sure, sure. If you're, if you're already on your way out the door. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, what if you're sticking around? What if it's, you know, a uh, half hour till your reservation at brunch? You know, it's. Uh, mm, or around two. Yeah. <laughs> right, because typically in those early days, real drunk the night before. Mm-hmm. Never drunk the night before on these old days. Are you going to brunch? So you wouldn't want to wait until till the brunch locate? You know what? It, maybe. <laughs> like that's It's all situational. I can't say yes or no whether or not it would happen because I'm not in the moment. And if, you know. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So they're getting comfy. <laughs> uh, they're snuggling. They're waking up, right? Because it is the morning. Mm-hmm. And Carrie accidentally farts. And the best part about this is that Big is like kind of elated. He's like so amused by the whole thing. Well, because it's like a cute little one. I know. I can't relate to those. <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie is mortified mortified crawls into the sheets big has one of my favorite moments where he's like i don't know if that's where you want to hide <laughs> it's probably worse under there exactly <laughs> and she's probably out of that apartment in 2.6 seconds it's you know honestly while you're watching it as the viewer you're like it's more awkward this incredible incredible hyperspeed tornado you use to get out of the apartment than the actual little like i disagree i would have been mortified i'm surprised she put pants on i would have just (laughs) grabbed what i could see and hit the door (laughs) zimmy and i are different people (laughs) agreed uh sorry sorry that was a uh, that was a good a good run. We had a good run, and now you're dead to me. <laughs> you are truly carrying this episode. Um, she's, like, ready to move out of state. But with that being said, Bo, in previous relationships slash one-night stand slash, you know, any engagement with somebody who's relatively new. Would sexy you, engagement. Sexy engagement. Are you upset or shocked when a woman uh, toot-toots? Hmm. No. So what I'm going to start saying now is a toot-toot. Excellent. Excellent question. We should find a sound effect for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can it can take you by surprise, certainly. But I shocked, no. Uh, offended or like uh, scared, no. Do you think These you're things... the giggle like Mr. Big? 
oh i there's a good chance i would make a scene about it absolutely like i would i would make some jokes i would you know make some comments the I don't want to jump ahead here, but the whoopee cushion thing he did. I mean, like that's, (laughs) that's all I would have reacted very similarly to him. I think. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a deal breaker for you. Absolutely not. No, no, no. He's the tootiest person in the world. Anyway. uh, So Carrie moves on to be mortified with Miranda and they start to discuss what nor what normalizing sexual relationship is so carrie's convinced that they are never going to have sex again and that she's going to move out of state meanwhile we learn miranda hasn't had sex in three months rough rough do you know your longest dry spell i do what was it oh are we not discussing (laughs) (laughs) okay Bo, do you know your longest dry spell absolutely not i can't keep track of time or numbers or you know i mean that's true. You could tell me the answer and I would believe you. you know, I did, nope. Couldn't tell you. I I think that three months. Okay. So mine was very, a lot longer, but it was like a, it was a choice. Mm-hmm. Miranda's is not a choice. No. Right. Mine was also a choice. It was a post breakup. Find yourself. Don't deal with men at all. Yeah. She wants to bang. She wants, she wants to bang, which leads us to the awful construction workers outside the blockbuster. And the cat calling. The cat calling, which is. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts. I mean, it comes later when she responds. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just calls him out. Fucking. <laughs> he's like, hey, lady, come on, take it easy. I'm like, Mm-mm, son, you are. That is not real. Like, there, no man has that much talk and turns around scared and like admits he's married. I don't he's, know. Maybe they do. I mean, if he's I squawking guess... that much, he's going to keep squawking. There's no way he gets timid at that moment. No yeah. way. I agree with you. That wasn't really <laughs> realistic. But I like how, like, I mean, she came in, like, so hard with her, like, lawyer self that he was mm-hmm. probably like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. I have never confronted a cat caller. I hate cat callers. I hate them. But I've never confronted one before. And then I remember the first time. I actually remember the first time watching this because, you know, when you're younger, you're taught that catcalling is like, oh, you must be sexy if they're catcalling you. You're not taught that it's incredibly predatory behavior that should never happen. Uh, But I remember when I first watched this and he said that he was married. I was like, are catcallers married? Of course they are. Are they normal people? Of course they are. And yeah, then they're I w- just scumbags. You can be a married scumbag. <laughs> you can be a married scumbag. Quote it. <laughs> so let's head back to Carrie because right. she's spiraling and it's the only thing she can talk about. She's obviously bringing it up with the core four. Uh, this is one of the things that I like. This is a shift in the initial dynamic in the first season that I really like where she goes to each individual of the four. It's not a round table like we've been seeing previously. Right. And I really like when the show continues to progress down these separate um, plot lines of each individual relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, With that being said, she goes next to Samantha and she's in the yoga room. And what is with TV always highlighting women discussing hard things during a yoga class? I have never heard anyone talk during any of the yoga class. Any of the two yoga classes that I have ever been in, I've never (laughs) heard anybody talk during them. (laughs) There's just like gentle music playing in the corner. And why would you be talking if she's that mortified about it? Everybody's going to hear it about Uh it in the class. Yeah. I mean, that's the impossible part about TV anyways. People having full on arguments and conversations in the kitchen while everybody else be in the dining room. Like they go to do the dishes and 
nobody can hear them talking about you know the daughter or the grandpa or whoever they're bitching about i mean it's uh, yeah it's impossible I mean, yoga true. class fuck that everybody hears you fart <laughs> <laughs> truth though i mean come on but then she goes on to mention that huge mistake right her relationship is bit- pretty much over because she's a woman yeah sam holds up this uh really what i would like to believe is an old idea of women don't fart they don't boop they don't they're not dirty they are perfect in all regards all the time otherwise the relationship is dead that happens to me i just glow just wake up shining you know? the listeners can't see my dead stare little, little birds get me ready in the morning <laughs> oh not the case it's like snow white meets clueless there's like a little scrolling situation exactly. with your outfits that the... is exactly what's happening in mm-hmm. my world a million years ago <laughs> when i was in college so it's probably my sophomore year good pull also <laughs> thank, you. thank you um i was hanging out and i i would like your sophomore year is when people start to move into houses out of the dorms. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was the first time I'd ever gone over to these new friends houses and fast forward a million years later. And they're now my best friends. But I remember that we were sitting in um, their living room, listening to a record and really young, dumb men. So they were talking about skateboarding and pooping and like all of the things that young, dumb men love. Mm -hmm. That I still talk about on a regular basis. Okay. That is the reason he's on this week's podcast. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I obviously have a type of person, but they said, I remember that I, I very vividly remember being gassy that night and being like, Oh my God, I can't fart. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm sitting in this house. I want them to like me. I want to be friends with these people. And the conversation naturally moves to a place where they're like, God, I just wish women would fart. I'm so tired of believing that women don't do these things. It naturally moved in that <laughs> direction, Brett. By naturally, they are disgusting people. Mm-hmm. And I like was awkwardly stand- sitting there with deer in the headlights like, what is happening? And I think they saw that. Uh, and I remember at that moment, I was like, okay, what if I was a normal person who was allowed to fart? And then that was the rest of my life. Your whole world changed. <laughs> set the tone. I was never going to be a Samantha. And then you met Bo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I farted really early in that relationship. So we learned that Samantha's like, no, everything's over. Right. So Carrie's still spir- spiraling, but Samantha meets her yoga teacher. Who puts his hands on her crotch to stretch her out. I don't know if he puts his hands on her crotch. I mean, the thumbs are on. The inner thigh. I mean, I know it's HBO, but it's not Cinemax. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. Uh, It's still regular yoga. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She finds out that he is celibate. Yeah. Which she kind of jumps on the train way quicker than I thought Samantha would. Yeah. Well, because he talks about how, like, he talks about how this tantric celibacy, like, you're always on the press precipice. Mm. And I think she's curious because I think Sam loves living in that zone. But I don't know if it's worth. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth. I'm not going to try it. Well, he also goes on to say that he was like having sex all the time. Sometimes three women a day. And I was like, damn. Yeah, that's a sex addiction. Yeah, that's you. This is sobriety. I mean, maybe not, Bo. Have you had sex with three women in a day? No, no. never was that. Um. Uh, Addicted, I believe uh, is the Maybe word. that's the right word. I was going to say like uh, clever or charming or like, mm-hmm. I don't know that he didn't I could have, have found three, you know, like a, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Line them up, knock them down. Yeah, it's not an issue <laughs> of like willingness to participate. <laughs> yeah, it's not like an issue of being unwilling to participate. It's like finding willing participants. Sure, sure, like, sure, sure. Because <laughs> you're a gentleman. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sam tries the tantric exercise experiment. I'm going to yeah. go with experiment well, on let's that. Let's call it an experiment. To the point where he's like reading out of his like silly but i mean uh, whatever you guys obviously hear my opinion on this this is dumb he's reading out (laughs) a silly book and he's hard and she like can't handle herself well why not get after (laughs) it she starts to like go down put her head down and he stops her and i was like you a dumb dumb (laughs) meanwhile charlotte and carrie go to dinner and charlotte's dating a new guy of course turns out this is a really good this is a really good moment and a really like lack of continuity moment for the show. So he walks up to the table, Carrie's about to meet him, um, and we as the audience and everybody realizes that they know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's made very clear that they know each other, but uh not made clear that they dated until he takes a phone call. Bo, have you ever dated somebody that your friends dated first, or has one of your friends dated someone that you've dated first? I don't believe I've ever been uh, like the second one, to the best of my knowledge. I mean, it's—I don't think so. I don't believe you. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't cross paths with the homies a lot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe someone I had met later, like used to work with or some shit, but not mm-hmm. like somebody I would be having dinner with. You know, like I don't think I've ever ever introduced a girl to like my my circle, and they've been like. Yo, homie used to date her like two years ago. That's okay. not, I don't think that's ever happened to me. Okay. I what is it, What is the name for it? There's a name for it. it homie hopping? No. Okay. I mean, oh, from the sense. female, like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> from the female the, perspective, <laughs> I think it's homie hopping, but, you no, know, that could also be a gender neutral oh, uh, term. Eskimo brothers. Eskimo brothers. That one, yes. Yeah. You're not Eskimo brothers with anyone in oh, your friend group? I mean, probably, yeah. Like, maybe, mm-hmm. like, by, yeah, like. Told you. I thought, I mean, we was talking dating. I didn't introduce, like, my new lady friend. Oh, so you were just banging. Like, I mean, that's how you become Eskimo (laughs) brothers, right? It's not like, I don't know. I don't really want to date a girl that my buddy dated, like, last year or nothing. So you're not okay emotionally, but you are okay sexually. I mean, it has happened. I don't know. Like, I mean. I know. I'm putting it on the spot with your partner here. I've never really thought about it that much, though. I don't. I generally do not cross paths with my homies, though. Like, that's not. It does make it complicated. It makes it super complicated, and I am just not down for that. Turns out he has, he's on Prozac and decided that he was a sex addict at one point in his life, decided that he was like super angry and emotional, and now has no sex drive at all, and is like, well, I'm just not that sexual of a person. I've never heard of anyone taking that medication to cure their sex addiction. I know. But it makes sense, maybe, that it would? Uh, I mean, yeah, if Prozac does what I think it does, like, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't understand exactly, but I think it just kind of levels everything out and makes you uninterested uh, in a good or bad way. Like, mm-hmm. It's just sort of flatlines it. I definitely, so, like... And I think it's more so, like, you lose your sex drive. You just kind of, like, on a lot of medications like that you do. So mm-hmm. I think it just kind of... An addictive personality, I don't know if that gets medicated with Prozac, but I think Prozac just kind of flatlines everything, and so you're not interested either way. 
It's right. actually on a mental health note here. This is a frustrating scene because it, she goes on to say, like, would you ever give up Prozac for me? And he's like, no, I'm going to be on this for the rest of my life. I am a better person on this. And it's just a really interesting perception. It's probably one of the first times that Prozac is like talked about in mainstream television, right? Like, mm. Uh, and we're starting to talk about antidepressants in general in mainstream television. And we come in with this dude who's like, I was this, now I'm this, but it's all negative based. Like they're all wrapping it up in a little negative ball. And I'm like, Ugh, no, Neg- antidepressants can be good for you. Even if they lower your sex drive a little. So <laughs> he's happy about it though. Right. Yeah. 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 It's not negative for him. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm a but better like, person. The perception we as the audience and Charlotte gets is a very negative one. Hmm. Um, he is starting to chief <laughs> when she really wants to make sure it works and it just <laughs> such it, an awkward moment Seriously? also not a sexy moment she's sitting on the bed and her hair looks messy and it's just like a well she's been working hard Britt <laughs> <laughs> like it's not he's laying they back don't call it a like, job for nothing eh? <laughs> we haven't gotten to that episode yet but <laughs> don't oh, worry can't kids <laughs> you can't have a job without going to work you know <laughs> mm-hmm. There is a there is a video on the internet that I saw one time, and I'm not even sure if it. Please tell me this isn't the cup video. I don't even. I'm never. I'm not going to ask you what the cup video is. <laughs> this was a video where someone put a carrot in like a tub of Coca Cola and let it soak up, and then the carrot became like spongy and and enlarged, and that's what I imagined his penis looked like <laughs> after. <laughs> Ew! Ew! If our listeners haven't turned around already, they're now bailing out. I guess I can see where you're going with that. Uh, it seems, may- yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. See, we maybe. have an expert opinion in the room. Gonna keep on moving on. Uh, so yeah, but I also just really want to reiterate that I also, even though like, I haven't seen the video, so I can't confirm. But like, it, she might be on the right track. That's yeah. true. I'll try and find it and link it in yeah, our show notes. Go. Oh god! Put it on our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> I listeners, you'll have to tell me what that's like because I'm not watching it. It's not a real penis. I know, it. but it's a I carrot. One, I like Coca Cola. Two, I like carrots. You won't after this video. Three, I don't want to <laughs> fuck both of those up. <laughs> okay. Or fuck a Coca-Cola soaked carrot. Uh, nope, yep. I definitely don't want to do that either. <laughs> so, moving so, on. I didn't no. know that I would be the one that would get pitchy during this episode. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, she decides that his complete package is not worth it if the package doesn't do anything and she bails out which i appreciate on charlotte like good for you girl yeah good for her yep uh can we move on to mr and mrs get it on it's the best part about this episode (laughs) is that the same thing as sex neighbors yes all right let's let's sit sit, tell everybody i like the filming of the yeah let's 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 (laughs) describe what's happening so that our audience can join (laughs) in on this so carrie is uh mortified by all of the the toot toot the toot toot so she is trying to avoid big she figures that her relationship is over she's, she's trying not to calling he's not calling yeah repaint her apartment which she's like like every person who's mad in a relationship or whatever i need to find a project is the project always repainting your kitchen that seems hard that seems difficult also, i, I unpopul- totally relate to that if i can't control a situation i 
I have a house project. I just redid the lawn. You own the house, though. She rents that apartment. That's true. Yeah. And the kitchen color's ugly, despite what Big and Miranda say. Okay. So she is painting her apartment. <laughs> She's spiraling. But there is a little speck of fun in her life because she looks over across her street or alley or whatever, and she sees her neighbors getting it on. And they are good looking. They are good looking. We don't know that they're good looking at this point, but we find out by the end of the episode. Have you guys ever seen anybody banging from your apartment? I don't think I have. Have you? Um, have I? No, I have been witnessed before. I also have a much better story and I'm going to tell the story and she is going to murder me. But I do have a friend who was banging around a nightclub. This is on a balcony overlooking the club. And yes, you can see. So in in this particular situation, the club, you can like kind of see uh, like it's all connected. Right. Sure. So anyway, they're they're banging. They're going at it. And the DJ stops the music. No. And tells the crowd what's happening. (gasps) And everyone starts cheering. And the partner picks her up and is like cheering with them (gasps) (laughs) where the fuck i have never been to a place (laughs) that that is even i've heard some like interesting stories about places or people or things like Mm -hmm. uh like i how do you have a i i'm still i don't want to give too much information but i will tell you that the couple is still together good for them Mm -hmm. okay right well you know you should have (laughs) you should be on the same or try to be close to the same sexual page. And if the kink is being seen, mm. then the kink is being seen. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if this hot tub was in the nightclub oh. or like within viewing site sure. of the nightclub. Sure. I'm sure I'm going to get a call from this person. Oh, after so like this maybe. Airs, so we'll follow up. Maybe it was like in <laughs> Vegas and, you know, the hotel got the club and there's the pool oh, party sure. bumping and there's a the shit sense. happening. Yeah. And maybe they was, okay, now it's making more sense. I'm picturing like a concert hall type theater type venue or like a club or like you know the i'm like how the fuck you put a hot tub in there and how the, that you know like, mm-hmm, that not making sense to me but that's my life you know i don't re- <laughs> hang out at places Turns like that. out in our relationship we are not fucking the hot tub above a club people uh it's but good. the real question but you're on the same page yeah so that's good <laughs> the real question is is this a pride point for her like is there a little part of her that's like pat myself on the back or is this a holy i cannot believe that this is a story i have i don't know but it's a pride point for me i'm like you <laughs> go girl right? get it get I it mean, get if, it get it if it happened <laughs> and it's already done and they still together i think yeah you got to be like yeah there was the one time we fucked in front of 300 people or like right? whatever like you have yeah, to, that's, that's a bragging story. point at the, yeah, like you can't be ashamed that you of that shit no more right the story you don't tell, you tell all of your bridesmaids slash groomsmen that they're not allowed to include in the toast, mm. but pr- is brought up on the bachelor slash bachelorette party. Don't worry, girl. I, I got you. I won't mention it. <laughs> but <laughs> that's one of those things that you are not going to regret if you are still together when you're 80. You're like, totally. Remember when we were beautiful and just like banging all over New York and everyone was watching us? And Carrie and the core four sat down with some popcorn to watch. Ah, this scene. Let's talk about the scene and how it's filmed. Because it's so simple and so beautiful. It's just, it just frames the window. So you see some of the exterior. You see them in a group. Sometimes like 
they change positions or they're eating popcorn or they're talking. But at some point, all of their necks just kind of like angle <laughs> to the side to mimic whatever position the couple is doing. It's so and it's almost like you're there with them, but you're not seeing any of the like sexy things that are happening across right, the street. Because it's not Cinemax. But you feel it because mm-hmm. it's not Cinemax. It's <laughs> HBO. This is classy. But you... You feel what they're feeling. I think it's so beautifully shot. It is what the I would say that as much as I don't love this episode, that scene sits at the same cab ride scene with the girls in terms of like creativity and film and just like the united aspect around this. You feel the emotion with it. What did you like this scene, Bo? Oh, sure. That shit was great. I mean, I could (laughs) see anybody doing that. Like that is right it's super if there relatable. was a broadcast like that if that just became your entertainment source instead of the tv like you can invite the homies over to see the new show right like yeah and know. cable is so expensive these days <laughs> right? right yeah i mean who has cable if there's fresh entertainment who's got cinemax <laughs> nobody do they even exist anymore yeah. i don't know do they do do they i don't do know they, oh, i have no idea do they Bo? i know <laughs> showtime still exists and like a lot of those movie <laughs> networks but i ain't had cable since oh <laughs> nine <laughs> word um but let's so Carrie, other than this like fun moment, sneaky scene. scene of Mr. and Mrs., she's still spiraling and thinks that a relationship is over. Oh, we because forgot of, to mention that they've now slept together three times without having sex. Right. After the toot toot incident. Right. And I think that this is just another example of the maturity difference between Carrie mm-hmm. and Big, that he's probably been in this situation before where he was like, no, we we can't. We don't. We can just sleep. We can just like. Right. He's in his forties. He might need to sleep. He been married already. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is one of the frustrating things about this episode for me because these women are in their early uh, early to mid thirties, and Carrie is convinced that in the beginning of a relationship you have sex every time you're with your person, and I do think in the beginning of the relationship that's like pretty common, but it's also not unheard of. To have had a bad day, but still want to sleep, like cuddle with your new person. But she's exhausted about trying to be perfect, and this is probably um, the the period of the episode that I relate to her the most. Especially, it wasn't running out of the apartment after tooting. (laughs) No, because I don't do that. (laughs) I I think that. Especially in your twenties, you're trying to be perfect for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. Every day. Especially with social media, you are you are trying to create this image because everyone else is creating that image, and it's exhausting. And she is she's just tired of trying to be perfect for this like perfect guy. And then she wasn't perfect, and he saw that. He had like a front row seat for it. What's crazy about this whole thing, though, Bo alluded to this at the beginning of the episode, is he went out and got a whoopee cushion and like pranked her about this. Yeah, he obviously don't give a fuck. Right? That's what, like, that is the indicator that he just thought the whole thing was funny. Yeah, he was trying to make light of the situation. Yeah, I gotta say, like, as far as I know, uh, all men are fine with, like, that is not a deal breaker for anyone I know. And, like, you know, her reaction is pretty, uh, pretty wild. I don't know what that's like, you know, from that perspective. You know, to be in that situation. But as far as his reaction, I can, that's uh, pretty much exactly how I think most people I know would respond. Yeah. I think but most I people think I've dated would be on that level too. Yeah. <laughs> I think, as like someone in their 20s, I can imagine that she wouldn't see 
unless it was communicated to her very clearly, I'm not sure that she would get out of her head long enough. And she didn't get out of her head long enough to realize that it wasn't that big of a deal and that not most people, that that wasn't a deal breaker for him. I can't, Im- I mean, have you ever had any experience with somebody having a breakdown that you didn't see coming? <laughs> are you the, are you gesturing at all right now? Are you, are you making suggestion to something? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> just <laughs> maybe some. Hell yeah, I've seen some <laughs> unexpected breakdowns. <laughs> and we ain't even, we talking about lifelong here. I mean, that's just a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's because I'm ignorant too. Like I didn't see it coming. You know, maybe I should have. But mm. yeah, nice I safe, do nice think safe. that he should see most of mine coming <laughs> when he doesn't. Yo, I have a you hard even... time paying attention. All right, it's a struggle every day. <laughs> so. I think maybe sometimes our partners can be blindsided, just like out of left field. Anyway, this is what was happening to him. She was having a meltdown, and then in this meltdown. She gets turned on by the couple across the alley, as I would too. I would 100% be like, uh, I got to fuck somebody. I'm calling big. Never mind the toot toot. <laughs> Goes over there, calls him, says, can I come over? Which uh, I, I, is that how you functioned back when there were I just landlines? I think she just said, yeah, I'm coming over. Either. Yeah. Gets over there. Turns out big is watching the fight on pay-per-view. Big is like, I'm watching this. Like, come on in. You know, because he's a casual person who's like, yeah. My girlfriend can come over while I'm watching the fight. Mm-hmm. And then Carrie is just. She's trying to bring the sexy back. And it's so uncomfortable from our perspective. He is literally pushing her off him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, one, read the room. Two, this fight's not going to last that long. So just like. Right, this boxing you know, match ain't going to last all night. No. You know what you need to be doing? You put the hand on the inner thigh. You start doing a little light tickle. You move the hand. And then by the time the fight is over, somebody else is revving to go. Or just start walking around naked. Mm, yeah, that would work. That's an option. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but she fails at this. <laughs> she does like the Miserably, worst. like uncomfortably. <laughs> yeah, it was cringy for sure. I know, like, maybe before sexting, you know, they was calling on landlines. She didn't really state much. He didn't Mm -hmm. say much. Mm -hmm. Is there something maybe she could have alluded to, like, are you busy? I'm coming over for some, you know, for damn good reason. Or, you know, like, yo, baby, what you wearing type of shit going Mm -hmm. on? There was none of that. Mm -hmm. And she just shows up as if, like, he was waiting. And he, I mean, maybe he should have been. Almost like she wasn't into it either. She was like, I'm just going to push through. Like, we don't need, we just need to have sex so I can start (laughs) thinking about this. (laughs) It's so naturally she melts down because she she fucked up. There's a serious lack of strategy on her part. (laughs) Serious lack of strategy. Didn't really think that one through. No, the inner thigh is always a good strategic play. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Subtle, classy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she has a meltdown, says, fine, I'll just leave then. And he's like, what the fuck is happening here? This is, you know, we, I alluded at the beginning of the season that I get so frustrated with Carrie during this. And this is what, this is a flag. Um, the amount of flags that have come, like we're on episode 11 and I definitely feel like big should have bailed by now. Do you say, thank you. Welcome to the dark side. (laughs) This is what I've been saying the whole time, which Thank you for agreeing with me. Now we can get on to our next segment, Getting Dirty. Bo, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the segment Getting Dirty, Britt and I will debate a topic. For instance, 
this week. It is whether or not sex is a good barometer for your relationship. I say it is. And I disagree. Shocking that we're not agreeing on something. Weird. We will each get one minute on the clock. And then our special guest afterwards will be able to ask us a question. This is going to be enlightening for a lot of people, not just the listeners, but maybe like, you know. The people in the room. (laughs) 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 Uh, But I'm ready. Do's it. I think that sex is a good barometer for where you are in your relationship because it is the most intimate and purest form of communication. Sometimes... You can't necessarily find the words to express how you're doing. And this is a physical reaction to your outside environment. So I think it's an easy way to tap into your emotions, especially if you don't know how to communicate them yourself or if your partner doesn't know how to communicate them very well. And I think that... It doesn't need to be like the number of times that you're having sex, but how you are having sex as well, that Hmm. that will be a good indication of where your mind is at. I just think that the two are so intertwined. Time. Hmm. Okay. I feel pretty good about that. That was a cohesive argument that I so thoroughly disagree with. Okay. Well, great. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really good compliment, though, Britt. Thanks. (laughs) I think my question will surround uh, the possibility of someone who claims to be not that sexual of a person or even in a relationship with someone who is asexual, mm-hmm. mm. um, which is something I don't necessarily understand fully. But what do you think their ultimate uh, emo- What was Barometer. the term you used? Like Barometer. It's uh, the term you use is something like the most intimate form of communication possibly. For someone who claims to be not that sexual, possibly, or even asexual, what do you think their most intimate form of connection could be? That's a really interesting question. And I also cannot pretend to know what happens in someone who is asexual or that sexual of a person. I'm also not a psychologist, so I'm not sure if... Actually, I'd be really curious to hear from our listeners if they're, if you have any insight into this because it is just on another playing field that I just do not understand whatsoever. I can imagine that I would argue, not knowing anything about it and being completely uh, ignorant to this. We that love baseless rants. Yeah. Please continue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to be an expert on this for a second. <laughs> a sexpert, if you will. A sexpert, if you will. I think that that alone is probably a good barometer. If you are not having sex and you're not that sexual of a person, there that's saying something about you with your relationship. And I'm just Ooh. not. Yeah, I'm. I I think sex is such a pure human behavior that uh, not having it says a million words. You know, like that's a question. Uh, the yoga teacher who's celibate, you know, do they have like uh, sure. intimate relationships with people? Do they, you know, have, you know, like that's kind of like uh, when you first start dating someone, that's sort of when you're working towards, you know, like that's sort of a first marker to me, if you will, like how things are going to go, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like, you know, you meet up, maybe you go out for drinks and shit the first couple of times you do some stuff, but 
Once you get back to the crib, once you get to see their bedroom, that's sort of the expected behavior. It's comically reviewed in movies, the casual lean into the doorway. Yes, this is my room, but you will not be entering yet. You <laughs> it's know. very telling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so question is what about people who ain't trying to fuck right away all right one minute on the clock please Bo. okay i completely disagree with this um i think you have some valid points in there however i don't i think the true barometer of a relationship isn't sexual i think there are so many factors that fulfill a relationship and to say that it's down to this like innate physical reaction cheapens everything else we do for each other, right? So you as an individual have hopefully identified some of the needs you have. So maybe, you know, we could do the cheesy, corny, like love language thing. You know, are you a person who feels special by words of affirmation or do you enjoy touch or quality time? And I think while we should nurture our sexual relationship and pay attention to how our sexual relationship is going, that is only a component of the relationship. And sometimes it goes on the back burner because your partner is sick or you're super stressed out at work and that's affecting your sex drive. And you still want your relationship to be Time. good, even though those are the case. Bo, do you have a question for Brett? Yeah, uh, well, I'm starting to wonder if maybe I was looking at this only from like the Mr. Big and Carrie standpoint. Like they've been together for a little bit now. Mm-hmm, they still sure. in the new, like they just got comfortable spending the night, doing mm, the cuddles, you sure. know. You know, in those first couple weeks, months, like there's usually a lot of scrumping going on uh, in the jump off. So like so many different terms for <laughs> having sex. And I love it. Endless. Oh, I can, yeah, not a problem. So, you know, I think then the question for you, Britt, if sex is not the barometer, like sort of at the jump or like early on, um, what do you think most people in that boat like how long are they waiting what is the determining factor that they are going to jump into it and start mixing it up all the time you know if you've been going out for a couple of weeks or so and you still ain't going for it um see i think that is the difference here is there's a lot of other factors coming into play and you can you know in the case of carrie and big you can have sex every time and then you go three days in a row where you just sleep together and you don't have sex and like You can have that happen and not assume that is commentary on the relationship. That is my ultimate argument here is where a relationship is not just dependent on the physical need. Sometimes it is dependent on in the beginning. Sometimes it's just like, are you having good flirty text conversations? Right. Like that can show interest without being a sexual component flirty texts are not gonna keep me in a good relationship (laughs) for very long (laughs) you can also have really great cuddle time and have that reflect good on the relationship like carrie's case sexy cuddle time like naked cuddle time (laughs) in carrie's case (laughs) i actually feel like big pulling out the whoopee cushion is a really wonderful indicator as to where their relationship is going and it has nothing to do with sex. It is just silly and goofy and just shows that like the two are in theory capable of having a good time with one another in a non-sexy way. But I think what Bo was asking, and correct me if I'm wrong, what is the point where you're not having sex and it is a not a barometer, but it is an indication that is, things aren't going well. Yeah. yeah. At what point does it become one? You know, and I oh. think 
if we're looking at it, it depends on how we're looking at it. Because after a while, you know, it slows down a little bit or people is busy, people, you know, it doesn't. But early on, you're always trying to get after it. And if you if you ain't making that connection in the first couple of weeks, then that's kind of like that seems like probably a deal breaker for a lot of people. Sure. But I also think that is communication, right? Or so like three months. What if you haven't had sex in three months? Well, if you haven't had sex in three months, I do believe that there may be something else happening there. If but you haven't I had d- sex in three months, just go have sex. Just stop listening to us. <laughs> Drop the phone. Find your nearest cat calling construction worker Find and see what happens. And just go bang. Uh, we are going to take a quick break and we will be back for our third segment, Sex <laughs> listener we love pretty things do you i bet you do our newest sponsor is reverie floral a custom floral and design shop located in denver colorado the shop focuses on large events and weddings and rad floral installments reverie's a big fan of us we're a big fan of you so obviously this is a match made in flower filled heaven check them out at reveriefloral.com or on their insta at reverie underscore floral and revel in the pretty with us Which of the core four is your preference? Mm. Do you have a preference? Do you know enough to have a preference? Oh, like if I was uh, like celebrity crush style, like we talking like uh, you sure. know on like the hall pass list or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, sure. any one of them, any four of them would be just fine. Um, <laughs> just fine. Yeah, like they're the standards they're all, are high. <laughs> I ain't gonna say a negative word about none of them. But if I like, if I had to choose one, nope, I don't know if I could. Maybe just like combine them all into one. And there, boom ideal the Mm. ideal woman yeah we're all searching we're all searching for that you know i mean they're meant to be four different personalities you just take you know bill and ted's like excellent adventure bogus journey style and they morph into the shit you know no all right sorry i went way off track that didn't make no sense following along Um, which one would you which (laughs) one do you identify with the most from your limited experience with the show do i disnify with uh bro i don't know mr big or maybe even like skippy or something mm. oh like, god uh, not skippy <laughs> we love skippy i love skippy skippy this is a if, you're, moment. if you're out there if you ever want to be on the show please do i will be polite i can't imagine that i won't hit on you i can't promise she will that. wear the skippy glasses wondering if that works for you mm, sexy but Ugh. you just let me know anyway Bo. i mean like of the core four who do you identify with personality wise like you know sam is the super sexy one carrie is batshit apparently i'm i'm somewhere in between like a miranda and carrie i think okay i would agree with that okay i would agree with that yeah i like it and we're back with our special guest bo hughes i am front bo are you ready to be a sexpert i think that depends on who you ask (laughs) that is open to interpretation my interpretation is yes this Dope. is our <laughs> well, there you go. You got an expert opinion. We this is our trivia uh, section where I will ask. Britt and I have been trading off asking each other uh, trivia questions. I'm way in the back, and Britt are is, you sure still? I think so. I'm by I'm episode eleven. Sure. I feel like we should be evening out. 
And at or the end, you're just really bad at this. <laughs> and I'm really bad at this. And it's my favorite. It's my favorite segment. So we are going to tally up the points at the end of the uh, season and figure out who wins and then buy each other. Well, buy the winner a bottle, but we're probably going to drink it together. So <laughs> everybody's a winner. <laughs> uh, no losing here. Since we have a very special guest, Bo, uh, you and Britt can team up. Hell yeah. This is going to work out in my favor because I'm terrible at nonsense trivia and this idiot remembers everything. Well, here we go. Are you ready? Please don't let me down after I just did that. I mean, you pretended like I remember important shit, though. Mm. Okay, you don't remember anything You want to talk about like the 1980s Detroit Pistons, I got you. But if you want to talk about current Ooh, political relations, to, I'm not your guy. I don't <laughs> you know? think I have any Pistons trivia this week. Oh, yeah. She's a football person. Football. Okay. Number one. How many liters of gas does the average person emit? This is multiple choice. Oh, thank God. 0.5 liters. B, 1.5 liters. C, 2 liters. D, 5 liters. Damn, that's a fine question. Like, I'm not really that great with science and numbers and shit, but... I have no idea how much a liter is. Like the amount of space gas can fill isn't that crazy. I would think too. Like, let's think about like the Coca-Cola bottles. I was going to go under more like a 1.5 and that's probably got to be somebody, you know, you said it's average though. The average person, yes. I mean, like between me and a couple of the homies, I think we above average. We probably like get (laughs) get above that number, but. You should be proud. We are. Yeah, that's (laughs) definitely a thing. That's Um, why he's on this episode. I believe. Yeah, that's why I was chosen. I'm the feeling the 1.5. That is correct. Oh, Ooh, child. According to the I gastrochronologist and research. gut foundation president, Professor Terry Bolin. Can you imagine being that guy? <laughs> the average person emits about 1.5 liters of gas from their bowels on a daily basis. For women, wow. this equates to about seven farts a day. And for men, about 12. Okay. So like, yeah. women are more productive with their passing of, <laughs> like, they're, they're more efficient. Mm-hmm. I see. More efficient, yes. Dudes are just going for sort of a quantity situation, you know, like, they ain't holding none. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, like, you're trying to keep it on the low, you build more up. Okay, but I need to know. if you're just letting it ride, you... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Using Bo and I as a barometer, if you will, uh, should we spend a day where we count? Absolutely not. We're going to keep that to yourself. Okay. Number two. Where is the last blockbuster located? Oh, it's like Minnesota or Montana or like. Dude, I knew this at some point. I fucking, I had this one. It's. Oh. It's not somewhere crazy remote though. I think it's like a. I don't think it's like any. It's like a Omaha, Nebraska, or it's like a bigger city in a, a less populated state, I think. But I could be mad wrong. It's. I asked this question because Miranda was dropping off her VHS yes. tape <laughs> at the Blockbuster. Or is it in Florida, maybe? Shit, I used to know this. Well, we have listed so many states already. There's a part of me that wonders if it's in California. I um, mean, that seems almost the most logical for some reason. But I know. Would you like a hint? Yes. It is on the western side. Like western meaning west of the Mississippi. That is, I guess you would call that a hint. And that eliminates Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bo. <laughs> I that's a great hint. <laughs> I mean, if you think it's an M state and I think it's like a less pot, like Minnesota might work. It could be up somewhere in Minnesota. 
Is it Minnesota or is it Montana or is it? I don't think it's Montana. I think it's a more populated zone. Like I feel like it's in a, a like Oklahoma City or a Omaha no, it's or not like Oklahoma. A, I think it's an M state. Let's maybe go I'm with on O's over here. I'm I'm just listening. I'm, oh shit. Anyway, let's go with Minnesota. All right, let's go with Minnesota. Minnesota Do you need a specific for the blockbuster. City? Um, there no, is you ask like, what state. Right? There is a specific city, but I would take state. Tight. Well, if we go with Minnesota, I'm just going to say St. Cloud because I think that's a cool name. Okay. You're wrong. Damn. Of course we are. You were on the right track with the O's. Oh. It is located in Bend, Oregon. Ooh. Oh. Well, that's not where we were thinking. I thought it was a little more of like a rural type. I guess Oregon's pretty desolate. There's not a lot of populated zones of Oregon. No, it's but. all on fire. Oh, that's true. Mm. Number Shucks. three. This is for all you designers out there. Because Carrie was... Uh, painting her apartment ikru name Which I didn't like. three of the seven off-white colors according to pantone eggshell is one yeah we just gotta get three eggshell is, is one cream <laughs> okay. I think got like... that one <laughs> cream uh but it could and be eggshell doesn't seem generic right <laughs> they all white <laughs> uh okay let's go with eggshell and cream you just have to get three of them. I'm having right. trouble thinking of shades of white. You know, I can't list off like <laughs> yeah. It's would not you shades like us of to black. list shades of black? Because we can do here. this. <laughs> Midnight. Our Onyx. punk, our punk Onyx. rockers over here can name the black colors, but they have no idea what's going on in the white spectrum. All right, we got satin. Uh, what else is fucking cloud colored? Let's go with. Uh, is cloud a color? Eggs cream like a butter is. You know, maybe there's a butter color because it's it's not naturally yellow, right? That's a uh, or maybe that's cheese. Oh, should it be milk? Either. Is milk a color? Is that the same as cream? Well, all off-white colors are the same. Truth. <laughs> Sorry, eggshell, cream, milk. Nah. I mean, we could list it. Oh, fuck, I'm just looking around the room trying to come up with ideas here. I'm In a soundproof room. <laughs> <laughs> is script? Is paper uh, a wall. color? How about <laughs> bottle top? <laughs> <laughs> Pale white is that a color? The last pale light in the West, yeah. That's, that's one of. <laughs> Are the we pantones. putting that one down? Pale white. <laughs> <laughs> How about moon? Like moonlight, maybe. Um, okay, I, I'm forfeiting the rest. Guys, of I'm going to need you to focus. You literally can't come up with any other things that are white. You've okay, named eggshell, cream, and I put down moonlight and milk because I need to and like clouds. help you guys along. Clouds. Sorry, clouds. Are we just supposed to name white objects? Because I could name white objects. No, I need you How to about name chicken. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. Chicken, I'm putting on the list. Yeah, like like chicken feathers. Yeah, because um, a lot of chickens. You are just white. want me to list shit that's white. Chicken. I mean, no, I want you to skin. name. I want you to name the Pantone colors. But at this point, anything that was white would help because <laughs> you keep going back to eggshell and cream. <laughs> I mean, everything is either white or off white to me. I didn't know there was fucking a Pantone of whites. All right, like I just, white or off white. It's yes or no. It's shiny or it's dull. I'm sure fucking, when you read these, I'm right. gonna be like, oh right. Then duh. you're about to get a list. Okay. Old lady hair. <laughs> talking. Old lady hair. Pantone definitely has a color. I'm talking acid wash hair. jeans. That's acid another color. All right, jeans. bleach, bleach jeans, if you will. You know, this is this is the creativity I was looking for. White there out. you go. Like, uh, yeah, hair dye. Like I'm talking bleach out. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I'm saying? Um, oh, platinum. Is that a color? White. Damn. There you go, girl. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
doubt. You didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be very excited about a couple of these. One, Egret. Like the bird? Yeah. Isn't that a bird? Uh, maybe you're the bird person. Tight. All right. I was on the right track with chicken feathers and shit. Tight. Very close. Number two, Snow White. Snow is also white, yes. It comes from fucking clouds, though, all right? That's winter. <laughs> Number three, bright white. Oh, right. There's a light bulb for that. Number four, cloud dancer. Damn right. <laughs> I'll give you that cloud one. You're giving dancer. me cloud on that mm-hmm. one. Number five, gardenia. All oh. right. Jaffiel. Number six, marshmallow. Oh. And huh. number seven, blanc de blanc. Oh, yeah, we would have gotten blown. White of white? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you got that one wrong. But I, I like my the answers process. Were, yeah, my answers are way cooler. I How thought, is eggshell not one? Listen, if anyone's out there who like has can bend an ear at Pantone, acid wash jeans and old lady hair are Should really clearly. good names. They probably, old lady colors. hair has a little bit of purple to that off white. And acetone would have a little bit of blue to that off-white. I almost feel like it would be an appropriate color for next year since <laughs> this year has since been it's so sent us all stressful. Gray. Yes. So if anyone's <laughs> listening out there, we've got some suggestions for you. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thanks uh, for coming on our Sex and City podcast, partner Bo. Bo, thanks for coming. We're going to have to have you back once you start watching more of the episodes so you can give us some more perspective. No doubt, fam. I got you. Uh, if you agreed with me or if you agreed with Brit, make sure you go on to our Instagram account and uh, vote on that poll. We post it every Wednesday when we post a new episode. So make sure that you are voting or commenting. Vote for Brit. <laughs> Funky Spunk is brought to you by a Vague Idea Podcast Network and recorded at Steno Denver. You can listen to Funky Spunk at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. Questions for us? Follow us on Instagram at Funky Spunk Podcast, or you can go ahead and email us at Funky Spunk Podcast at gmail.com. Or, you know what? Send us a voice memo. Ooh. Maybe you'll make the podcast. Ooh. Tell me how you pronounce toot toot. Toot toot. All right. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye bye. Bye. No doubt. Later on, y'all. Bye. Steno, Denver. You've heard us talk about it. Uh, they are one of our major sponsors, but I want to take a moment to tell you why we actually are here. Because we love it. It's the coffee. It's it the is coffee. truly the coffee. I show up every day for the coffee. Yeah. We've been all stuck at home. We get to come here every day. It's super clean and safe. and It's a nice way to get out of your house while still being productive. Uh, I get to interact with people in a way that I haven't interacted with people in so long. Right. Get some get some stuff done. He's got a keg. Yeah. I like drinking and I like coffee. If you guys are looking for a co-working space, check out Steno Denver. And our listeners get two free weeks of Which co-working. It's pretty dope because you would be co-working with Zimmy and I. With us. Do you guys want to be our best friends? You want to be best friends? Please. We can be best friends. All right, check Steno Denver out at stenodenver.com and use the promo code Funky Spunk. Yeah.